0: I started putting on my clothes and said, I'm not having fun. I'm, I don't want to stay here. And then he was like, no, 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 no. And then he started jacking himself up. <laughs>
1: another episode of Dear Men. Fan favorite,
2: Girl Girl Talk! talk.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm really excited to have Amber with us today. So usually we do all four women in the same location, um, but Amber's in a different city, so we have her in, um, so her voice will sound a little bit different. And then nance and ash welcome back to the podcast okay so today's topic is casual sex everybody's favorite um i think this is something that is uh widely varies for different people and their experience of it and i'm really excited to hear from everyone here about it and to kind of give men a window into what it's like for us Um, so real quick before we start, we'll just go around and share our names, our ages, and our relationship statuses. So starting with Amber.
3: Hi Mel. Hi (laughs) girls. This is Amber. I am 36. I am single and I am doing a lot of mingling lately.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, girl. Get out. Relevant topic for Amber. (laughs) hey y'all
0: this is nancy here a resident girl talk podcaster <laughs> i am 24 and single
2: hey <laughs> hey this is ashley i am 36 and having a lot of fun being single these days
1: yeah oh, a lot of fun funsies okay um and i'm mel i'm in my mid-30s and i'm also single which makes all the single ladies, genuinely, all, single and all ladies. the single ladies, single ladies. Um, which is probably good for this topic because, you know, casual sex. So, yeah, we're going to do our, um, our normal round of a time that casual sex didn't go well for us. Uh, you should see the looks on the faces of the ladies here because it's pretty funny. And then, uh, and then we'll go around and do a time that it did work for us, or a time that it was good. Uh, and I'm really excited to hear everybody's stories. So, whoever's ready, I can think of one. If I have to start, I can start. Um, whoever wants to start with a story or a time that casual sex didn't go well. <laughs> Don't everybody go at once.
3: I, I can I can hear the grimaces. Across the line. <laughs> oh my god! Which story. i have so many. Of I well, actually, has a plethora
1: of uh, stories.
0: Plethora.
2: <laughs>
3: Yeah. No, I have, I definitely, unfortunately I have a few in my lifetime. Um, I think, I think the first casual sex I ever had was bad just because it was, it was physically terrible. Like it was just, I called him the jackrabbit. Um, I think that gives you a pretty good image of what it was like. And, uh, we had sex in the bathroom of a club, which, uh, was pretty scandalous for me at the time. And, uh, I thought maybe it would be better if we did it in bed. So I gave him the second chance and it was exactly the same. um, so that was pretty horrible, um, but a more interesting story, I think, more recently is um, I actually had some really good casual sex. It was after a second date, and getting to the date had been kind of a nightmare. There were two restaurants with the same name, and he went to one, and I went to the other, and my lift got lost, and it was pouring rain and so it was good like 30 minutes at least before we actually got together and he was a little drunk by the time I got there um but we ended up having a really great conversation and we had a really good conversation on the first date and had a great first kiss and uh I ended up inviting him over after and I didn't I kind of didn't really want to have sex I just I wasn't I wasn't sure yet um but he was soaking wet and so there was no like going to a bar and hanging out and so anyway we ended up having sex he spent the night um we had sex I don't know, at least three times. Um, It was really good. We had really good physical chemistry. It was, you know, lots lots of kissing and eye contact. Um, But what made it a bad story is that he totally dropped me afterwards. Mm. And uh, (laughs) I think as we all know, that's never a good feeling. Mm. Um, Long story short, I ended up kind of texting him about how I felt and he basically admitted that he'd gotten scared. He'd recently got out of a really long relationship and he wasn't ready for anything serious. And he felt that we not only had a physical connection, but we have had a strong emotional connection. Ooh, that was that was a noise. Sorry, um, we have dogs. Anyways. They might
1: bark. <laughs> yeah.
3: No worries. Um, anyway, so that was that that ended up being in terms of casual sex a standout for me as as a really good of experience because um, you know, I just, I wish he'd been more open and honest and upfront about, it's not, I wasn't trying to make a serious relationship out of it, yeah. but at the same time, it never feels good to be, you know, ignored and dropped when you have had mm-hmm. even, even a momentary connection. Uh, mm-hmm. and he ended up, you know, like I said, you know, admitting what went wrong and, and, and standing behind it, but it didn't really take away
1: kind of the, the negative feelings and the scarring from <laughs> from feeling that way. Yeah, especially because you were the one who had to start that dialogue. Like, that's what doesn't feel good. If he reaches out and is like, hey, I I need to tell you something, like, and he leads in that way, it feels like you're still held. But if you're the one who has to reach out and be like, dude, like, what happened? Like, I don't understand what happened and that really didn't feel good. It doesn't feel, you don't, I don't know, I just... I would imagine that doesn't, that doesn't feel safe, actually. Like, I can't really trust you to tell me what's going on.
3: Right. Exactly. It was an entirely different interaction. If he reached out to me and said, listen, I had a really amazing time, you know, you're wonderful, you're beautiful, et cetera, et cetera, which he ultimately did say, but I'm scared, uh, it would have felt completely different if he'd taken, taken the time and energy to say, hey, this is why I'm acting this way versus me having to say kind of a, kind of a fuck you, what the hell happened? And then respond.
1: Yeah. That's a, those are two really good stories. Thanks. <laughs> those were great. <laughs> Who wants to follow that up?
2: Um, this is Ashley. And um, uh, I have a few stories of bad sex. They're, um, I'm just going to preface this thing. So when I was in my 20s in college... I, there was a year where I was like pretty free with my sexuality, but the thing is I was, I would have drinks and then I would be free and then I would be sober and be like, Oh my God, what did I do? So I had, um, several times I had (laughs) had one time with this guy where we met at a party and my friend was like, you know, he's, he's super hot. And I'm like, yeah, he's hot. And like, she's like, Oh my God. And I, so I like went home with him, like, you know, I, I went to UCSB, so it was, it was a lot of partying. It was, <clears throat> excuse me, it was a lot of partying. And, um, we went back to his place and had sex and, um, and like fell asleep. And then I woke up and I was like, kind of ashamed. It was a time where like, I really wanted to have more sex and to be more free, but I actually felt some shame around it. And the only way I could really do it was to be pretty toasted. Um, and so I, I had this really kind of now funny habit of of deciding to just bail like, oh my God, where am I? I don't want to be here anymore and I would just bail. Um, and so the funny anyways, the funny part of that is is that um, sometimes you I would run into these guys afterwards like like a week or two later and I would um, feel really embarrassed and I was at a I was at, this is kind of a funny story, but I was at a party one time and I ran into the guy. With a bunch of people and they were like, oh my, and the whole, the whole room of guys was like, that's the girl that ran out. <laughs> that's the girl. And I was like kind of tired that day and my friend defended me to the end. She didn't even know, but she defended me to the end and they were like, oh yeah, like, if it was that girl, she would have had a different surprise face on her. Or like, I don't know. Basically, they didn't figure out that it was me because you, I When she her.
1: defended you, she said, oh, no, it's not her? Yeah. Oh,
2: okay. And she, yeah, she's like, oh, it's not her. And I, like, was able to cover my expression enough to, like, wow. not be that girl. But, like, that was wow. just, I just think that's, I don't know. I is anyone else story. reminded of Runaway Bride
0: right now?
1: <laughs> this is,
2: like, Runaway Hookup Girl. Like,
0: she's jump. like,
1: <laughs> jump,
2: jump I, off. Jump off. And, oh, my God, what did I do? Yeah. Um, But more recently, like in the last couple of years, I um, went out with this really good looking guy with some chemistry and um, we, before we actually, we met up at his place and he cooked me dinner and everything. And then before we like went out to a bar, um, you know, one thing turned into another and we were having sex on his bed. And it was like um, Amber said, where it was um, jackrabbit sex for like five minutes. And then that was it. And I was like. Wait, what happened? <laughs> Wait, what? Hold whoa. up, hold up, hold was up. That, that was that, that was sex? Was that it? <laughs> that was sex. Like, you're so good looking. I was like, you're so good looking. I don't understand <laughs> oh, what happened. The <laughs> idea that it's correlated, like good looking people are good at sex. <laughs> not true, by the way. <laughs> not true. Not true. Nope. Not true. Um, and yeah, needless to say, I did not um, spend more time with him. <laughs> yeah. For that reason. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. I think every woman here can relate to that. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> awesome. This is Nancy here. So, my <laughs> terrible casual hookup story happened in the summer of 2018.
1: <laughs> Which was this past summer? Oh, my gosh. Wow. There's a story by Nance that doesn't occur in the summer of 2017. This is an epic moment on Girl Talk. I just want to commemorate it. (laughs) This
0: is recent. Oh, my gosh. I guess I've been getting some. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, I had met this guy at the club. (laughs) Surprise! (laughs) Just for those who I don't get the end decider. I meet all of the guys that I date at the, the club. club. Obviously, none of them worked out. And so probably <laughs> something I should stray away from doing. Anyway. Okay. So great. I met this guy at the club and I got his phone number and we were talking about astrology. <laughs> I'm a Scorpio. It turns out he was a Scorpio. And so he made this comment about like, oh, Scorpios are freaky or something. And I am like, ah, whatever. Anyway, so I didn't end up, you know, <laughs> hanging out with him that night. But he texted me a few days later. And actually, no, he didn't even. Okay, he texted me and then I didn't respond. Also surprised. surprise. Um, and then so he called me. And so I, I I picked up the phone and I was like, "Hey, what's up?" Because obviously I hadn't. I don't really know this guy. He's just calling me, but I just picked up whatever. Um, and then so he wanted to he wanted to hook up, and I thought to myself, "Okay, well, this is noble." You know, he's like he's getting straight to the point. I don't know this guy, but he's. I'm
1: he's- sorry. Could you? What was the conversation like? I feel like the guys <laughs> listening would be like, "What did he say?" Like that work. He said, um.
0: Well, I actually initiated or I brought it up. I was like, is this a booty call? Okay, got it. Right. right. Yeah. Well, because, pardon me, like, I felt like, you know, my intuition told me, yeah, this guy wants to hook yeah. up, which is why he's calling me. Why else would he just, right, call me out of the blue to, like, have a conversation? I don't know. Weird. <laughs> Who does that? Who does that? It's 2018. We don't, <laughs> we don't have, yeah, right? Just text me. Anyway, so I knew it was a booty call. And so I asked him, is this a booty call? And he said, if you want it to be. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Jedi level
2: (laughs) hookup conversation. And then I said,
0: well, just be real with me. Why are you calling me? He's like, yeah. So then I was like, okay, well, all right, let's do it. Because, you know, he was dragged straight forward. He wasn't beating around the bush or anything so I was like, all right, I'm going to do it. So then I went over to his place and I, this was like the first time we had met up with one another outside of the club, the club. for, I don't know, about 10 or 15 minutes. And we started to, you know, started to get, you know, dirt. <laughs> <laughs> and then he kept, tre- he kept trying to make me suck his dick. Ugh. Ugh, and I, Ugh. I mean, I didn't right, and I didn't know this guy, so I was like, "No, I'm not gonna suck your dick." Like, what? So, and when you say he kept trying to, like, he pushed your head down. It, exactly. Yeah. So, Ugh. at first, he was asking. I said, "No, fuck
1: that." Very by the way. clearly. Yeah, no. Clearly, I if I, I want to go down there, I know the way. Right. <laughs> right. I don't need <laughs> a map.
0: Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
3: you are not way. By the way, I want to comment that I think the reason we all said, "Ugh." If not because we all hate sucking dick. It's because we hate sucking dick when we don't want to and are trying to be forced to. Yes. So just in case every, any any guys
0: misinterpret that,
3: that's a right. really good
1: point. Right. Yes,
0: one hundred and ten percent. So he kept asking, and I kept saying no, and then he proceeded to start pushing my head down
1: <gasps> oh, when I had no. already said no. That's uh, rapey. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Not cool. Not cool. So I was like, "What? Oh." The- And then I I got up, I grabbed my stuff, I said, I'm not having fun. So then I started putting on my clothes and I was like... This dude. Like I said no to him and he's still trying to push my head down. And then he was like, No, 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 He I think what he was saying is Oh, I can only get hard if you suck my dick. As if like I had to do this favor for him for him to do a favor for me. You know what I'm saying? Ugh. Like to have sex. Yes. Yeah.
2: You're like, you can get up your boner yourself. I'm right enough for that. So
0: yeah. then that's funny, because then I I got up, I started putting on my clothes and said, I'm not having fun, I'm I don't wanna stay here. And then he's like, no, 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 no. And then he started jacking himself off. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I don't know if this is too (laughs) (laughs) explicit.
1: I mean, this is what it's all about. You know, like these are the conversations that we don't have that we should be having with each other so we can understand what's going on. Right. So then I ended up
0: staying, but it was not an enjoyable experience. And as soon as he came out and I didn't come, let's just Put that yeah. on, on the record, right? Yeah. Because what I was having shocker. fun. Shocker. Yeah. Shocker, right? <laughs> shocker. Right. I was having having fun. I didn't I mm-hmm. didn't come. I as soon as he, you know, did whatever he had to do, I got up, got my stuff, and it was like deuces. I literally said deuces.
3: <laughs> and then
0: <laughs> right and then it was and then there's this little funny context or story anecdote that i want to share that happened after this incident so you know he was a gentleman he walked me out to my car and he was joking and he's he, he asked so how many stars how many yelp stars right because we had originally talked about yelp
1: oh my god you guys oh can't my see my face but i'm rolling my eyes right now and then i said to
0: him so attractive i think i said i think i said two or something
1: yeah, the part where I said no and then you kept pushing my head down.
2: Right. Yeah. Yeah. And then you weren't even like worried at all about like my orgasm. Hello? There's two mm. people here. Two people. Yeah. Two people. Yeah,
0: really bad. So I never talked to him again. <laughs> that is a The end.
1: That's a that's a good bad story one. That's a good bad story know, yeah. one. Yeah. Oh, um so I I also I just want to call out how much I appreciate Nancy for uh say like getting up putting her clothes on and being like I'm not having fun like I feel like that's a really great yeah. way of, of like calling the situation out without being shaming but just telling the truth like this isn't fun for me this what's happening right now like not fun right and then you know I mean he did you know attempt to redeem himself I guess like I don't know like it doesn't like, wait, sound like wait, a great wait. experience I do,
2: but not really but
1: <laughs> <laughs> wait wait okay yeah <laughs> no that's not no, that's not really okay work, that's not really good I would say negative stars, but that's just, Okay, <laughs> that's my vote
0: too. Shut, shut down that business. All right.
1: So <clears throat> um, my story is a guy when I was on the East coast who I'm trying to remember exactly how this went. Oh, okay. So I had just ended something with someone and I was sort of like, I don't know if you girls have this happen to you, but I go through phases of uh, being super like, yeah, casual sex is great. And then into like, oh, casual sex sucks. Mm -hmm. So I kind of do like the love hate thing a little bit. Mm -hmm. And I was in like a casual sex sucks sort of kind of phase. Um, and so there was this guy and we were hanging out and I, I was really tired. I don't know if this happens to you guys, but I often, when I get like really sleepy, I feel like, (laughs) like sometimes guys are like, now's a great time. Like she's really sleepy. Like, I don't know her defenses are down or something anyway. Mm. So, um, I was really sleepy and we were hanging out and he started kissing me and I was like, Oh, okay. Like, sure. Like it was kind of nice. And, I don't know. I guess it had been a while. I really don't remember that part. What I remember is that I wouldn't let him go any further. Like we were making out and he was like, let's go to your room. Cause we were like in my living room or something. And I was like, no, like, I don't really know you. Like I'd met, he was like a friend of a friend. I think he was helping me with some work or something like that. I can't remember why we were hanging out. Um, and I was like, I don't really know you. Like I'm not I'm not ready to have sex with you. Like I'm not, I don't really know you. I kept saying, I don't really know you. And I don't remember what he, how he replied to that. But what I remember is, so we stopped making out at some point. I went to my room that was fine, whatever. And then we ended up hanging out again. Again, I don't really remember the context. Clearly I wasn't that interested in this guy. Um, And, um, and And we ended up having sex. It was either that time or the next time he wasn't very good at any of the things. Like he wasn't a very good kisser. He was okay. And he, the sex was like really awkward. Like he, he had a hard time getting it up. And, um, so I don't know if you guys have had this experience of sex where you're like, you, you kind of feel bad for him. You're like, I wish like I feel bad for you and I want this to be going better for you. Yeah. And like, I'm not your woman. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I'm not your partner. I'm I, this is like a casual scenario. Like I, yeah. for me personally, like I don't give low jobs unless it's my man. Like right. to me, that's the most intimate act. Right. So I'm not just casually out there blowing guys. So I'm not like, I'm not going to help him get it up by giving him a flow job. Cause I'm like, that's really intimate for me. Right. Um, and, and again, it was one of those scenarios where I was like really sleepy. I was like really tired and I wasn't that into him. So I wasn't like, yeah, like I'm going to give him a hand job and like get this going. I was kind of like, Merp, I guess kind of like fine. Um, <clears throat> and so it just ended up being like a really just not a great experience at all. Um, uh, but what was super interesting about it was I had, so I had resisted his advances for like i think it was at least twice and maybe three times of being like i don't really know you yet like i don't know who you are you know i'm i'm done like hooking up with guys that i don't really know and so later our mutual friend that we had um he kept telling that friend he's like mel is such a lady she's such a lady she's a lady and i was like that's so interesting to me because like, for him, it was, like, for a woman to say, like, no, I don't really know you yet. I'm not having sex with you yet, like, equaled lady. You're like, so I, I was, like, that's yeah. so fascinating that's because so I, I think I thought I, culturally we were, like, sort of past that idea. But apparently not. Um, so that's, the, the biggest yeah. thing I remember about it. Yeah. But I just feel like that was, like, a bad experience. Like, I was, like, that was, like, lame and I didn't feel... I just wasn't that excited. Like, I was like, that That didn't turn me on. I'm kind of just doing this because you want to. Like, yeah. that's really the only reason I'm here doing this. Right. Because I can tell that you really want to. And I'm like, okay, I guess. Yeah. Which is, like, not inspiring sex at all. Yeah. Okay. No, not
2: at all. <laughs> you happen to be
1: here. Oh, you kind of have a boner? Maybe.
2: Like, no, no. Not inspiring. Not, not inspiring. not the plot for romance novels. No. <laughs> no. No.
1: <laughs> no. Or good sex or any of that. Oh, I'm really curious, real quick before we move on, um, I think that's an interesting thing I brought up about um blowjobs being more intimate for me than intercourse and we have four mm-hmm. girls here. So I was just wondering for the rest of you if you could just briefly touch on what, what's your like experience of that or your your feelings on it.
2: I would say um definitely if it's a casual like one night like yeah, I mean I think that is more intimate and going both ways I think oral sex is far more intimate. And um And, and frankly, like to touch a little bit on on orgasms, like sometimes for me, like the casualness doesn't really always allow for the full expression of who I am and the safety and the trust to allow that. It's still fun, but it's not the same thing. Now I have had like some friends with benefits where it's casual, but like, we have a friendship or we have a connection and then in that situation like it's a little different and it's about like how much am I enjoying them how much do I feel connected to them even if it is like a casual thing because we're not in a relationship like I can still enjoy that and then in that case that can be it can be really fun to to give blowjobs and to receive oral sex and all of that
0: that's yeah 110% agree with Mel I don't typically give blowjobs unless I'm in a, an intimate relationship with you, and I also I started off like my first boyfriend of two years was the first person like who took my virginity, who like I had sex with, and so. Casual sex for me is something that is a recent development, and I wouldn't even say it's like a development. Like, you know, yeah. it's not like <laughs> developing. It was just something that I experienced later in life. You know, it wasn't my that wasn't my introduction to my sexuality and and sex. So, casual sex is not something that like is very appealing to me. To be completely honest, just because I've had I've been in a relationship with someone that I felt like I had amazing sex with. And that was my first boyfriend, my first, um, per- the first person I've, I've ever had sex with. And so, yeah, it's not super appealing. Ideal situation is to be in a relationship where I can express my full range of sexuality in terms of, you know, giving and and like <clears throat> experiencing all of the kind of different, um, sexual acts, like blowjobs, for instance.
1: Mm. Amber?
3: Yeah, I definitely agree. I mean, I think one of the important factors for me, and I don't know if this is true for everyone, but I'm not really that interested in giving a blowjob with a condom on. And so therefore, if we don't have a fairly established relationship, it's not likely that I'm going to do that. Not not likely. It's not going to happen. I'm not going not to have unprotected oral sex. Um, I think definitely for receiving, it's not as much about being in a relationship as just being like completely comfortable, you know, like I've had, I've had guys that want to go down on me and I don't feel a hundred percent comfortable for whatever reason. It might just be, for example, like I can't be noisy because they have a roommate, but whatever it is, like. I have to be really comfortable to, to enjoy that and to actually orgasm from it. And so, yeah, so for me, it's, it is typically both ways. It's going to be either in a relationship or as, or as Ash mentioned, like kind of a long-term, you know, buddy, that kind of situation.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I feel like we could do a whole episode on this, honestly, but I just, I think that, that's interesting because I feel like the default in our generation is is like you casually hook up with someone, you go down on them, they go down on you, then you have full sex. Like I feel like that's like the default and, and like the lesser step if you're not going to have intercourse is to like have oral sex and to me I'm like that's actually not the priority. Right. The way the priorities look in my head is not like that. Like I would much rather have like fuck a guy and have intercourse than like give him a blow job. Like right. it's it's just not the same scale, but I think that's yeah. <clears throat> yeah I worth discussing because cause i feel porn, like
3: right like that's 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 the that's, narrative that porn gives absolutely right? that, you know having you know having a quick job is super casual and like something people can do you know
1: absolutely you
3: know, on their way in and out of the office <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious okay yeah, for so <clears throat> so um We are going to move on to stories of times that casual sex went well, and we had a good time, um, and perhaps it even enriched our lives. So who wants to start that train? Okay, I'll go. Um, All right, so I was um, living in New York at the time, and I was helping on a set, and one of the... um, One of the gaffers, one of the guys that was helping with the, like, equipment was really cute. He was so cute, you guys. Like, I was, like, staring at him all day. And, um, it was really cute because he was, um, I think he could tell. But I don't think, I don't think I was, like, overboard about it. I think it was just, like, normal, like, flirting. And, um, he ended up, like, coming over and just asking me, like, oh, how'd you get involved in the production? And we were talking, and then, um... We ended up, like, exchanging numbers, et cetera, and we, like, it was kind of nice because we got to know each other on set. Like, we would chat. It was only a three-day shoot, but we would sort of chat, like, while we were there, and they were really, really long days, so there was no, like, opportunity to to get together, really. And then um, we went on a date after the production, and I was really impressed with him. Like, I was, he... <clears throat> he was really, like, respectful, um, but he was also, like, clearly interested. Like, he was, like, very clearly, like, attracted to me and, like, let me know. And it was, like, I just felt desired. Like, I felt wanted. And so I took him home, and um we ended up having sex, but it was really, really slow. So I I think I had told him on the date. I can't remember exactly how this went down, but I think I had told him, Um, like I've been not having sex for a while. Like I've been on like a no man diet kind of thing. Um, so I'm really not sure like how far I want to go. Like, I don't know what, I don't know what I'm doing exactly here, but I know that like, it's very possible that I won't want to have sex. And he was totally cool about it Mm -hmm. and not, not cool in that way of like, that's cool. But really you can tell that he's like,
2: we're going to get there. Yeah. Trying to figure out. Right. He was like
1: genuinely cool about it. Like, that makes a lot of sense. Like I, I totally respect where you're at. And because it was so slow and everything happened so slowly, like by the time we were going to have intercourse, I was like, Oh hell yeah, we're definitely doing this. Like I'm so turned on. Um, because I think so much sex happens so fast, too fast, way too fast Mm -hmm. for the female body that, it The times that men have actually gone slowly have stood out tremendously in my mind like they are like neon lights in like my sexual experiences they they're they just like really stand out and that was one of those times it was like one of the it was some of the best sex I've ever had like really, really slow and like he like traced his fingers like all over my my whole body like really slowly, and like I felt like he was appreciating me. Like I felt like, I felt like he was worshiping me and I felt like, um, it didn't really, I mean, we had gotten to know each other a little bit cause we were talking on set, but it felt like it didn't matter that we didn't know like all of the deepest secrets of each other. It felt like he was mm-hmm. so present with me in that moment. And I was so present with him. Mm-hmm. And there was just a lot of respect, you know, that it, it felt like we could get really close through that. Mm-hmm. And it didn't have to be like, because I knew everything about him and he knew everything about me. Um, and yeah, that's my story. And then we like lived in different areas of the state or something. We were like really far away from each other. So it kind of like, it didn't go anywhere. Um, and I didn't really see myself with him long term for a couple of different reasons, but it was absolutely some of the best sex that I ever had. And I felt like, really nourished. Like it was like having like really, really good food Mm. where I felt like the next day I was just happy. And like, you know, I just felt, yeah, like held and, and loved. That's beautiful. Thanks.
2: Um, yeah, I, that was so lovely. It's hard to follow. (laughs) All right. Wrap. (laughs) We're done here. Yeah. Seriously. Um, I have uh two experiences and they're, they're kind of, they're just similar and in terms of their dynamics where, um, they were like kind of friends with benefits, people that it was casual, like for different reasons in our lives, like, like, you know, we just didn't want the same things in terms of relationships, but it was like a caring friendship that was like casual and we would spend time together occasionally and like, and you know, we had some great chemistry and, um, the thing, so I, I'll do the most recent one. Um, yeah, we, he, he, you know, he'd let me know he was back in town and, um, we scheduled a date and we went for like this great, like bike ride on the beach and went, swimming in the water. And, um, and it started like, before we even got back to my house, like it started like, like we went for a swim on the beach, but he, like the whole time we were out, like he, I felt like he kind of had me like, like I was like, Oh, I really need to get something to drink. I'm super thirsty. And he's like, Oh, I got it. And then like, um, there was just little things where I felt like he was taking care of me and making sure that like my bike was okay. And like, like just little things that I felt like he was very present. And then, um, And then when we were on the beach, he like, it was just really caressed me very softly. And he's also like a massage therapist. So that was also really nice. It's a nice little part that he brings to the table that it just felt very soft and luscious. And before we even left the beach, I was like, oh my God, I'm ready. I'm ready now. I'm ready. (laughs) My body is ready. I was like, "Um, if there was no one on the beach right now, this would be happening right here right now. Um, But it was really soft and it was like a, it was like about being present and about like just um connecting and making me, like I felt so sensual and so relaxed and so in my feminine. And then we got back to my house and I was like, oh, I got to use a restaurant real fast and I, and I came back out and he just like, the minute I came out of there, he just grabbed me and took me and like picked me up and brought me to my bed. And like, it was, it was really fucking great. It was really great. Sure was good like, <laughs> <six>. I'm like. <laughs> We need to do this more often, even if it's casual. I'm like we need to do this more often. This would be good. <laughs> Did it continue? Um, occasionally, he's 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 out of town, and, yeah. and I'm dating a little more. <laughs> um, seen it. New She's boat. playing Who the field. I, 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 yeah, I'm like, yeah. I want someone a little more committed now. I think. Mm. <laughs> Amber, sure. Um.
3: I had a, I had some some casual vacation sex uh, a few months ago that was that was really good. I think it was good for a couple of reasons. One, like a, yeah, I mean, physically, um, definitely good good chemistry uh, and all that. I think I mentioned in my in my bad story that I I want sex to have a certain amount of intimacy, even if it's casual. I think. I think this happened more so in my 20s that guys thought that if they, like, kissed you and caressed you and held you, um, that you were going to fall in love with them and it couldn't be casual. And so, and I actually that probably goes back to the porn narrative a little as well, right? Like, the idea that you can just, like, take a girl's clothes off and stick your dick in and it's going to be good
1: pretty much (laughs) never never (laughs) works. Amen, amen. Amen. Uh, Preach. Um,
3: Anyway, but so... So that was one of the things is that there was, yeah, we had, you know, we had a nice, you know, makeout session beforehand and it was actually, it wasn't nearly as as slow and and sensual as the first two stories. Um, But I think that it was also kind of, kind of great for me for two reasons. One, it was kind of, it was like a party vacation. Um, And so there was a lot of like, you know, yeah, drunk partying, flirting. But the first time we had sex, it was like, it was, Before this really late party, it's called a jubay for anybody that's familiar with with curving carnivals, They start at like 2 a.m. And so everybody like tries to kind of rest up beforehand and and then you party from 2 a.m. until sunrise. And so before that, so we were sober and uh, and we had like flirted the night before, but hadn't, you know, hadn't had any physical connection yet. And so it was really nice that we kind of came together, you know, like sober and we're both, you know, you know, present and fully there for it. Um, and then I think a little bit of the sort of what what really made it like a little over the top for me is I had lost like kind of a good amount of weight recently. And I was I was feeling so good about my body before I went on vacation. But then when I got there, I was kind of getting a little bit like overly involved in um, in just kind of comparing myself to other people. And. After we had sex, we were just kind of lying there and he was like running his hand down kind of the the curve of my back. And he said just without, you know, he wasn't trying to get me at that point, right? We'd already had sex. And he said something like, you have a really beautiful body. And, uh, <laughs> and that was just, it was the perfect timing because of, you know, what i was feeling, but it was also, it just made me feel really, really comfortable. And so then when we had sex again after that, yeah, I think whenever you kind of let your glory down and feel even more open and, and intimate and comfortable, it, it's always going to be even better. Um, yeah. So that was,
0: that was a good time. Aww. That's, That's a nice
1: awesome. story. huh That's a nice story. I really like that because I like the, the, um, I I think what you said really resonates with me of, um, that sometimes men can think that like, oh, if I like act loving in any way, she's going to fall in love with me. And then, you know, this is going to be really bad or something. I just feel like maybe sometimes there's an assumption of that, Mm -hmm. but my experience is it makes the sex way better and it doesn't, I don't know. It doesn't
2: necessarily mean that. Yeah,
1: like, I feel like there's a lot of love in that encounter that you, like, outlined right there and, like, the way he said it. And it doesn't have to mean that you guys get married. Like, there can be, you know what I mean? Like, there can be love involved in sex, and it can also be not in the context of a committed relationship, but you can have both. You can have sex and love together Mm -hmm. and and without commitment. Like, that can happen. And I feel like, same with my story, like, I felt loved. I felt like he was bringing love to the encounter. It wasn't just about fucking like there was putting his dick
2: in your yeah it wasn't just
1: it wasn't just about that like and then that's what I hear in that story too is like I don't know just a lot of like love and and respect. Yeah.
2: I have a tiny, a tiny story to share that I actually had a friend that like, there was some chemistry with us and I was like actually hoping it would be, we like went on like kind of a date, but not a date. This is a guy
1: friend. This is a guy friend.
2: And I was like, oh, this could be a fun guy. Like he's conscious enough. Like he's gonna be a fun guy to like have some fun with and it's casual. Mm -hmm. And he actually was the one that was like, he did the whole thing where he, like you just said, where he was like, you know, like the feelings are going to be here. And like, he couldn't, he couldn't do the thing where I'm like, Hey, mm-hmm. can we just like, like, I would love to just enjoy you right now and it doesn't have to like lead to anything else. Or like, it just is about the connection here. And he actually couldn't, he couldn't separate those two. And so we didn't have anything more than just a friendship and it's fine. But like, that was a perfect example of, of someone who am like, you know, like, you can actually care about me. We can, we can have sex and we can have fun. And like, you can go lead your life and I'll go lead my life. Cause we don't match for these other reasons, you know? Mm-hmm. And, right, right. um, so there's a lot of possibility with that. I think, I think especially once you, I think for me, it took me until I was a little bit older to be able to be there. Cause I, you know, had some, uh, teenage fantasies about life. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's very possible. And to have good sex, like for me, I need the connection or it's just doesn't, it's not going to be, you're not going to perform so great, buddy. Like it's
0: not going to, it's not going to be the thing. (laughs) Yeah. What I'm hearing there is, and this is me psychoanalyzing people (laughs) is that he's perhaps afraid of his own feelings, which is why he's, you know, projecting onto you and saying, Hey, I don't want to do this because you're going to get your feelings involved.
2: Yeah, totally, hundred percent. When actually
0: he's afraid that he's going to get his feelings involved, and he's unable to kind of separate those, so.
3: All right. Which, I guess it's... Is, which is totally fair, right? Like, that's what we want is communication around it. Like, in this case, neither of us need to, needed to say, like, hey, this is a casual thing. Like, it was built in, mm-hmm. but it was nice that, that that it was built in and and therefore neither of us were afraid to have intimate moments just, you know, just during, during that time. I also think that maybe one of the reasons that it is different in our 20s than our 30s is because when you're in your 20s and, you know... A, When you have an orgasm, you have your norepinephrine and serotonin and oxytocin and all these things being released into into your body. And I think maybe it it, it is a little harder to distinguish them, the feelings of, of, you know, lust and attraction and, and those joyful feelings that stem out of that and falling in love. Whereas I think when you have more experience, it's easier to say, yeah, I had a really great time sexually. And that's it. I can separate it because I know what a good relationship, you know, looks like when it's building. And I know the difference
2: between this and that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like that a lot, Amber. Interesting. Yes. Well, now you're in a 20s
0: perspective. <laughs> <laughs> so I had, uh, there was this guy that I was casually hooking up with. The summer of 2018. (laughs) And the first time that we had hooked up, it was something that I had actually initiated, which is very uncommon or um, unlikely of me. So kudos to me for going after what I want Mm -hmm. and not feeling any shame around doing so as a female. And so we hooked up. It was glorious. (laughs) amazing. That's amazing. That's so good. That, that word is so good. It was so good. Girl, let me tell you. We had sex three times in one night. What
1: made it so good? Why was it so good?
0: Because he was there. He was present. And okay. In my earlier story, I mentioned that I typically don't give blowjobs to guys that I'm not in an intimate relationship with. Or, you know, guys I don't feel super comfortable with but the first time that I had casual sex with this guy I did give him a little job and so you know I think that speaks to how comfortable I felt in that situation mm-hmm. and how present he was and how you know he was attuned to my needs and my feelings mm-hmm. and so ooh, I was like all right I'm going in <laughs> That's great. That's great. And so, yeah, we we had sex three times. I, you know, I felt really comfortable. I gave him a blowjob. You know, he did his work down there as well. <laughs> he put some. He put his back into it. So, <laughs> so, it was really good. It was oh so God. much fun. And then we started. We continued to have sex. I think maybe once or twice every week for the next three weeks and then this is where it turned sour so this is uh it's good and I guess it it ended kind of poorly uh so sorry to end up on a low (laughs) note here but yeah it was really good it was casual it was you know he was communicating with me but then he ghosted me and I reached out to him because I wanted to continue having casual sex, you know, like it this was someone that I didn't foresee myself being in a long-term serious relationship with, and so I was like, all right, let's just do this. And then I don't I don't know what was going on in his mind, but then he ghosted me. I reached out, and then I tried to initiate another hookup, and then we did, and he started telling me about I don't know if he was making excuses here or what, but he was telling me about his depression and I mean, just, I want to give him the benefit of the doubt and believe him if he says that he has depression and, you know, and all that stuff and that's why he didn't reach out to me, but I just felt like he didn't take accountability for ghosting me and didn't it wasn't honest with me about, you know, maybe not wanting to continue having a casual hookup or a casual sexual relationship. And then after that instance, I reached out to him and I asked and like, maybe this was a bad move on my part, but I reached out and I tried to comfort him or allow or... To, I try to make him like, or not make him, but allowed him to confide in me, which is not something that he necessarily wanted, especially I think as a man in this society, you know, you have to maintain that image of masculinity. And so eventually he just he just like, he completely didn't respond to my message, which was kind of sad. And it was a very vulnerable message that I sent. Just it was I think out of good good intention, but maybe not great execution. Mm. So anyway the reason why I'm sharing that last part of the story, even though that part wasn't all that fun or pleasant in the grand scheme of things. um, I think, um, I don't know, maybe subconsciously I was giving off signals that I was wanting more when I could have just directly or said that, you know, I just want a casual relationship out of this. And like maybe me, trying to comfort him or trying to like allow him to lean on me made give him gave him the perception that I was wanting to be more to him than just a hookup I don't know that's up to
2: you
0: hmm. Put, putting up yeah. that out there for your latest to respond to I
1: don't if that's a hard one because I don't know my impression of that story is like something was going on on his side. Like something happened. And I, I kind of agree with you about like the communication thing. Like if, if this isn't working for you anymore, like, could you just tell me, Yeah, could you just tell me? Yeah. Um, But I know for me, it's been hard when I'm on the other side to say it. And for me, a lot of the times, like this happened to me recently where I've had a guy, like a friend with benefits or someone, That I've had a couple encounters with where I kind of just want to say like, I don't really want to do this anymore. And it's not because it was bad or anything happened. I just want a relationship and I don't want a relationship with you. Like I want to wait for the real thing. And I know that you're not the real thing. And so I don't know how to say that tactfully. Mm -hmm. And so I don't feel like I communicate, I, I, in the past, I I don't feel like I have communicated very honestly about when, when I don't want to do it anymore. Like, I'm sort of like, oh, I'm busy. And like, it's not that I'm busy. It's that I don't want to do this anymore. And I'm not sure exactly how to say, I don't want to do this anymore, but you didn't do anything wrong. Yeah. Thoughts?
2: What I've heard from guys is like, actually saying just that would be really helpful to them. Like, I think that they tend to be a little more like clean about like that. And, um, not that guys don't have feelings, but like to actually say like exactly what you just said to us, you know, like,
1: but we would like that too. Right. What, like, isn't it, why do you think it's more clean for guys? Because
2: I think guys would handle it a little bit better than some women, some women, not conscious women, but unconscious women may not handle that as well. Is, and maybe that's a very stereotypical answer, but um,
1: mm-hmm.
2: but I what I've heard from guys when I've talked about those kinds of issues is they say like just be really straightforward and like it's the easiest, you know. And I guess that, yeah, for me, that would go both ways, actually.
1: Yeah, I think we're, I think that's interesting that you brought that up because I do think that's an assumption. And I do think there is a stereotype that, like, women will go crazy or, like, women will, yeah. like, that women always want that. commitment or, like, women are, like, clingy. Like, mm-hmm. I do think that's, like, a cultural like, bias. it's in the ether. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's an inherent it's bias that we all true. have that I don't think is necessarily true, but I do feel like, I feel like that's telling that you said that because yeah. I think mm. a lot of people assume that. Right. And it that's is. what we're right. Yeah. And I just checked against.
2: in. Yeah. I just checked with myself and I'm like, no, I would want the same thing. Yes. Right. But it's just this idea that is, like you said, floating in the ethers. Yes.
0: Right.
1: Right. Right. Okay. So as we wrap up in terms of, um, any advice that you guys have for the guys, the male listeners that are here in terms of like, Men that want say to have more casual sex, like any advice for them? Be
0: direct, right? <laughs> we're just we're, we're yes. just talking about this. Be direct, be straightforward, be honest. Like the story that I shared about the you know even though it was a terrible <laughs> sex, the sex itself was terrible. The experience of getting there with the first guy about how he was very straightforward and direct about wanting to hook up and how it was a booty call was very honorable in my opinion. That's why I had sex with him, obviously. <laughs> Uh-huh. <laughs> he has some work to do in that, uh, you know, department of actually uh, the the, the actual self. Yeah. But the fact that he was direct, straight, straightforward, honest, and about he, the fact that he wanted to have a casual hookup was like refreshing. Noble. Yeah, yeah, it was so refreshing. I said, "Hell yeah, let's go!" I was like, "Give it, send me your address, drop me a pin, <laughs> <laughs> drop me a pin." It's <laughs> oh, so great. Oh my god! Oh, Amber. Yeah, I think I
3: definitely agree with be direct. I also think, though, that there's a difference between direct and overt. Um, there's two times where I've thought about doing just like a straightforward Tinder date, Tinder and I haven't gone through with it either time. But one time was I was in, um, I was out of town, I think I was in Southern California, and I just went on to swipe. And that right there is a pretty good signal. Like when you see some, somebody's from a different town, most people on Tinder know that means that they're looking for a kind of a casual hookup. And so I, you know, swipe left on or swipe right. <laughs> I haven't been on there in a while. Uh, so I swipe right on somebody and said, and um, I don't, I don't even think I reached out. I think I, you know, let him message me and um, and he was was straightforward and direct in terms of like, you want to meet up for drinks and see where things go. Um, but it wasn't overwhelming, and it also was for me like the right level of caution like I think we've been chatting for a few minutes and I think maybe I said that I was staying in a hotel but he didn't say like oh let me come to your room or something like that um and the reason we didn't meet up was actually to be really straightforward because he basically asked for a picture of my ass and uh and I was like, oh, uh, I, I'll be honest. I, I think I was already out. I was like, I don't really have any to ask hand here. <laughs> I was asking, asking if I was in the anal and said that's why he was asking. And I was like, mm, not so much. Not for me. And so we we basically agreed not to meet up. Um the second time was literally a week ago, and I was basically letting some friends pipe on my Tinder. You know how people that are, you know, married or have been married, like, yes. you know, yes. yeah. they the most entertaining yes. thing on earth. So They
1: annoying. think it's so funny. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly.
3: And we're like, yes. Yeah actually not funny (laughs) you're
2: like it's not funny because this is my life like it's not really funny
3: exactly right Um, so anyway so there was some guy and it was clear that he was looking for casual sex you know his his info said something about having you know big plans and blah 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 and so they my friends were were texting and it was only like maybe three four lines and I think they did like a little water droplet symbol you know indicating that they were wet and he said something like okay then let's fuck Mm. Now, granted, this was not a scenario where I was really trying to hook up anyway, but he was good looking. He was cute. Like I would have considered it, you know, if it had gone a certain way. But for me, that was too overt. That was too much um and there was no thought behind it right like he said something like call me let's talk it's like all right well what what do you mean where is this going like I actually liked a little bit of let's let's meet for drinks and see where it goes like Mm -hmm. the implication that it was going for sex was clear but it was just like a little bit a little bit more you know grown and sexy and that it was I don't know I guess there was a level of responsibility to it Mm -hmm. I would say be direct but not overt And, uh, and yeah, and just, I would say the other thing is just like, make sure you are actually feeling what, what the girl is, you know, giving you, what signals is she giving you? So if she says, she's not giving you head, don't push your head down.
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah, And definitely don't do it multiple times. Like, God,
2: we know, like Mel says, we know where it is. We don't need a map. (laughs) Like, Like, if I want to go there, I will go there. Like. We yeah. have an internal GPS. <laughs> we got it. We got it. Ash, um, yeah, I think I think the biggest message I'd love to give have guys here is that um, you know you can you can like have your heart be available and be present with a girl and like be tuned in to how she is and it doesn't mean that like she's gonna want to fall in love with you and marry you. You know, um, because the difference in like having good sex, that's casual and like having sex where I would not really want to hang out with them again ever is, is a guy who's like, Hey, I can be with you and be present and, um, and like actually care about your feelings and, and we can just have fun and enjoy each other. And there's a lot of like connection and love in that moment. And then, and then, you know, when, when we're afterwards and, and we go on and we do our things and. And that's great. And, um, I really appreciate having those opportunities because having not found my, my man quite yet, like I still want to have really good sex. So I appreciate when a guy is able to match me in that way.
3: Um, And I think one of the other things that's important about that is part of what we're looking for when we don't have a man and we want casual sex is the good sex but it's also physical connection. Yeah. So if you, if that physical connection is missing, like you know being held, then then it's a kind of an important piece of what we might be looking for.
1: That's a really fucking good point. That's a really good point. Um, my my addition would be um, that there are also a lot of guys for whom casual sex isn't totally fulfilling sometimes. And I think there's a lot of an there's like an assumption that like men only want sex and men always want sex. And that's not true. So I guess my addition to the conversation would be, uh, don't feel like ashamed or bad if you're a dude and you're like, I I need more connection with a woman to feel safe. I need more connection with a woman to want to have sex. Like I need more connection to get hard. Like I need more connection to come like that's normal too. It's, it is a fallacy in our culture that like men are just these fuck machines and it's not true. Like that's not true. Yeah. You know? So yeah. I just want to speak to that. Cause I think there's a lot of those men, there's a lot of those men. And it's, it, I feel like it's something that we don't talk about a lot. And we just have these assumptions that, you know, everybody's like that guy you mentioned on Tinder, um, Amber, and that's just not the case. So, okay. I think that's a wrap. Anybody have anything last last words of wisdom
2: so have good sex. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: okay. I
0: second that. <laughs> yeah.
1: I I would I think I would just say like sex and love can be present at the same time in any context, not just mm-hmm. in a committed relationship. Amen. That's right. You're here. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. That wraps up another episode of Dear Men. Thank you for listening. If you want to reach out, we would love to hear from you. We're on Instagram and Twitter at Dear Men Podcast. That's at Dear Men Podcast. Or Facebook, we have a group, Dear Men Podcast. We also have an email address, dearmenpodcast at gmail.com. If you want to join the Big Sexy Dataset, the community of people who regularly respond to the surveys that we talk about on this podcast, just email us at that address, dearmenpodcast at gmail.com, and we will set you up. Have a sexy day!